Welcome Harvesters. Thank you for taking the steps to heal your inner child and past trauma. You've chosen to take the journey towards self-love and self-healing. And I'm your host, T. James. So let's start this growing season. Welcome back, Harvesters. Welcome back to the Harvest Podcast. I'm your host, T. James. I'm the creator of the Harvest and the Harvest Podcast, where it is a brave space that I've created for myself. Um, I went through a spiritual awakening that was prompted by a near-death experience. So from there, I've just been on the road to self-love and self-development because We all get sick of our own shit at some point, right? Um, And if you are a new listener, I welcome you to The Harvest. You are now a harvester. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for your continued support. And you will hear um, a train in the background. I decided to open the door. Um, I'm recording in a different area of the house today. I have some frankincense resin burning right now, so it's giving off some really calming effects, and I have my selenite bar just, you know, for some protection and some guidance that I needed. I meditated before I started um, today's podcast, so I'm feeling really good this morning. I woke up um, when my alarm went off. I didn't lollygag around and hit snooze. I just got right up and got myself together. Um, typically I record like on Sundays or I'll try to record earlier in the week so that way I can go ahead and get it um, scheduled and out of the way, which moving forward, there's going to be a lot of changes that, and I want to revamp the podcast in itself. I want to change up the intro. I'm probably going to get rid of a few things, you know, just switch up some things just to refresh it. We are coming up on 20 episodes. Today is the 19th episode. And, you know, I just continue to thank everyone for their support and listening to the podcast, whether you follow me on Instagram or Twitter or Clubhouse, which is where I also do um, my Affirm with Intention Room with Zuri Body. And that's every Tuesday or Thursday as we alternate, we start alternating the weeks. But um, just your continued support with the podcast. It's definitely, this has been an experience from February up until now. I honestly had no idea that I would continue on with the podcast, that I would push myself as much as I've been pushing myself. The topics, since they've been pretty much written out, I've just been pretty much led by my experiences you know, with what I've gone through, like today, for example, today's episode is what does a bad day look like? And typically that varies, you know, for me, but um, I'm going to give some background as far as what I particularly do on a bad day, depending on what it, I guess, whatever happens, because like I said, it varies and a very, a bad day will vary for anyone. But, you know, as I was saying, I just want to, I'm going to be revamping a lot of things. There's going to be some changes across the board. So definitely keep your eye out for that after episode 20, you know, just to refresh some things, just to make things pop. 
Um, I don't know if you've paid attention to the change recently with my Instagram page, but I just went back to basics and stuck with the background for the harvest itself because I felt like to me that was more aesthetically appealing. And I mean, I can make up you know, I've been making a lot of my templates, but some of the templates that I had been using before were already pre-made. So I figured, you know, why not just stick with your own shit? It's the harvest. It should represent that. I know what your intention was from the beginning, but just know that moving forward, using the original background for the harvest itself, moving forward will definitely, I feel like it'll you know, it's just, it's giving it a different look and I'm loving what it's giving. Okay. <laughs> and I hope that you also enjoy it as well as that's what we, we do a lot of this for to make sure that our audience, they are captured by what it is that we're putting out with the content, just as long as we're consistent with the things that we do. So again, keep an eye out. Um, I'm going to make sure that I'm getting more active with Twitter. I have my spurts where I'll tweet. And then I'll just go ghost. But for me, I know that I need to stay consistent. And I would really be consistent, especially when we had our Rising Rituals room going on, which also takes place on Clubhouse. But I understand, you know, Nefer is dabbling in the pot with some other things that she has going on, as well as continuing on with her business. So Glamour's, was Glamour Spell, if I'm not mistaken, I want to make sure that... um. I stay on, I keep these Twitter fingers going, okay? I definitely want to make sure that I keep these Twitter fingers going. So, because I want to know, I want my audience to know who I am, what my purpose is, you know, what the harvest means, what it'll bring for the collective. So with me continuously putting myself out there, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's just, I'm not just limiting myself to just Instagram. I do keep my snap popping a lot more than anything. But as of late, that hasn't even been popping, to be quite honest with you. So definitely also make sure that you are you're becoming a sponsor. If you really enjoy this podcast, become a a you know, a current a continuous listener, you can donate in the amounts of ninety-nine cents, four dollars, ninety-nine cents, and nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. And that is that will make you a monthly subscriber. So if you want to continue to see some great things come from the harvest after we, you know, wrap up episode twenty, please, please, please become a supporter. It will definitely help with continuing to plant those seeds in the healing garden so we can continue to walk on this journey with self-development and self-love and self-healing because that's all we want. That is all we want. So again, since I am coming up on the 20th episode, that is going to be a reflective episode. What have I learned um, on the second 10 episodes? What has occurred since episode 10 for me personally, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, what has taken place across the board with these things? How have I learned? How have I grown? Am I going to celebrate? I feel like I should celebrate. It's 20 episodes. I feel like I should do something, even if it's something small, just buying myself like a little cupcake and a hat and some little sparklers and 
just keeping it going with the celebration. Because I mean, I, I have a lot to celebrate. I did not think that I would have a damn podcast. And knowing that this is continuing as far as it's going, that fills my heart with nothing but gratitude. Nothing but gratitude. And I know that yeah. I'm not doing this alone. I have my ancestors on my back that continue to push me because without them, none of this would be possible. Without the breath that I breathe every day that the, that God has given me, I would not be able to sit here and let these words come out of my mouth and let spirit move me in the way that it does. I would not be able to report to you my experiences on my healing journey and how it's changed me and continuing to change me and what I'm learning about myself. This is, this journey has not, it's not in vain and it will not be in vain. And um, I'm just going to continue to rock and see where this takes me because I know what I have set for myself and I know what's to come and I'm not going to settle for anything less. We had a firm with intention this past Thursday on the Clubhouse app where we talked about redirection and considering, you know, coming up on the 20th episode and just a lot of transitions and transformations that have taken place since, you know, these past six months, redirection was a fitting topic for discussion on Thursday. We were able to really, with the questions that Zuri provided, we were definitely able to analyze some things. And I know for me, it really helped to continue to peel back the layers on some things that I'm still figuring out, but that gave me some more clarity. And I really feel like talking things through really gives you a better view as to what you, um, as to what you're, what you're going to continue to work on. And it definitely get, brings up some, some new ideas on things that can change and even how it's affected you or affected anyone around you. But continue to tap in with us. Um, like I said, it alternates every Tuesday and Thursday. So it'll be this coming Tuesday on the Clubhouse at, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with myself and Surrey Body. The Harvest Talk, I honestly don't know what's going to be coming up with that. I know that I have put that on the back burner only because I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to do with it. I'm still trying to figure out what changes are going to come. I know it's with um, myself, Zuri Body, and Raven Parker. And so I really don't want to cut anyone short with any plans that they may have had or wanted to do with that platform, but I do want to keep it going. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what. So I'm going to be collaborating with them just to generate some ideas to see what we can do with this next step with the Harvest Talk. So keep your eye out for that. So we are going to um, go ahead and get into this episode. We are now um, about 16 minutes in of the of the podcast. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and we gonna we gonna get it rocking, and we gonna talk about what a bad day looks like for for me. Because we all have bad days, but we got to make sure that we utilize the tools that are around us. And again, it's not its not how we feel, it's what we do with those emotions that come up for us for those bad days. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into that. So grab your water, 
grab any other tools that you may need, go ahead and get your mind right. And we are going to get into this thing. So there's no word of the day um, for this episode, but we do have an uh, affirmation for the day. And I turned it into an affirmation because it came from Lucille Spady herself. That is my late grandmother and uh, ancestor that I keep in my pocket at all times. Well, not in my pocket, but you know, she, she stayed by my side. That's my hitter. So I got a reading yesterday from my homegirl and one of the messages that came through before the reading even started, take the steps, even a misstep isn't a failure. So that was something that I felt would be fitting for today's episode since we are talking about what a bad day looks like for me. And again, a bad day varies. It varies for anyone and everyone. So shit, I mean, there may be things out of my bad day that <laughs> may click for you. Be like, oh, you know what? Well, I, I have experienced that. So if you are able to take away something, um, and I also just want to make sure that I make this very, very clear. I am not a licensed professional. Um, I do have a degree in, you know, psychology and marriage and family therapy, but I am not licensed. I only talk about what, you know, my experiences that I've gone through. So only take what you feel is fitting and leave what does not. Because I know that I've stated this in a past episode, you are not going to be out here saying, oh, well, T told me to do, no, no, T did not. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) please use discernment at all times when listening to my episodes, because one, you honestly never know what you're going to get from me. And secondly, everything may not resonate with you. And I don't want you sitting on this episode trauma bonding with me. Okay. Do not trauma bond. Do not trauma bond with me. That that is not beneficial to your healing. Okay. So make sure that you are really using discernment and your understanding what is what applies to you and what does not. So what does a bad day look like for me? Uh it varies. It varies. It varies. It varies. I mean, because a lot of the times when we have a bad day, we instantly think that it is the end of the world. And I know I can only speak for myself with this episode, but for me, I feel like it is the end of the fucking world. I feel like I have hit a brick wall. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what next step to take. I don't know what it is that I can do in that moment. I really forget sometimes to go inward. I really forget sometimes to utilize the resources that I have around me, i.e. my my tribe, um, my ancestors, spirit. I really sometimes forget to utilize all of that in just a quick instant because I get so caught up in what it is that's occurring in that moment. But I have to realize that, okay, you are safe. You are okay. You are alive. You are protected. I am now, you know, I've gotten in the habit of reminding myself of that when, you know, situations arise that are not familiar. I have to give myself that grace because if I don't, that is what's going to continue to make me propel down this, 
you know, cyclone of worry and anxiousness and self-sabotage. And that's not what we're healing for. It happens though. It does happen. So don't let yourself or punish yourself for going through the emotions that you go through whenever you do experience a bad day, because it's normal. It happens. It doesn't make us any less of a, a person. Again, is it's not a failure. It is not a misstep. It's not a failure. According to my grandma, it is not. So give I'm giving myself more grace whenever these bad days do occur. And I let myself know, okay, this is normal. Again, you're safe, you're protected, you're supported. So utilize the resources that you do have around you because that's what they're there for. But typically, you know, like a good day, it's almost like, you know, I'll have those moments where the downloads just come in, the downloads just hit. Um, I'm My intuition is spot on. I'm able to make decisions more clearly. Like things just really are very, very clear for me. And I'm able to really tap into my needs in that moment. And then there are times when, you know, we have those quote unquote bad days because, you know, and I, I'm definitely want to want to change that language because no day is a bad day. We just have moments where we may not understand what is happening for us. I almost said what's happening to us, but what's happening for us in that moment where we're able to identify the the lesson within what's taking place. I I have no control over what happens. And I have to trust that and I have to surrender because that is one one thing that has been big for me, being able to surrender and just let go and go with the ebb and flow of things because of the fact that I don't know what that next step is. The fear then sets in and the anxiety and I get worried about, okay, well, what is this next step that's going to happen? Like what's going to happen for me? I need to know these things. No, you don't. You don't. I really don't. I do not. One of the things that has been helping me to bring a lot of these things to light, I have been listening to the Self Love Fix podcast since last since last year, like the fall of last year. And this recent episode and it's by Beatrice Kamau. Um and the recent episode that I listened to was about the highs and lows of the self-love journey. And that put a lot of things into perspective for me. And I had to give myself grace in that moment because I realized like, okay, you know, it happens. It happens. Not every day is going to be full of you being able to understand yourself. Not every day is going to be filled with you being able to access your, your resources as quickly you are going to have those moments where you do feel alone and it's okay. It is okay. Again, it goes back to showing yourself that grace and allowing yourself to feel the emotions that come up and not beating yourself up for experiencing those emotions because we do it. We do it. I was able to understand within that episode, what it helped me to realize is that healing is not linear. It is not linear. It is very unpredictable as a motherfucker. 
Healing is very unpredictable. Your self-love journey is unpredictable. Understanding yourself more is unpredictable. Our healing journey is not a straight line. It is not a straight line. There's going to be a fork in the road at some point. And once we're able to understand the different pathways that we go down, whatever lesson we're taking from those paths, that's what's going to help us to be able to manage those, quote unquote, those days when things aren't our, you know, when we are, aren't our best selves. Some of my triggers that, you know, when these bad days come up, I'm able to, um, and now I've, I've learned that I've been able to understand them a little bit more and it all depends. It all depends. It's like various incidents that that may trigger these things like trust issues, codependency, abandonment, attachment, my inner child wounds, self-love and self-worth. I mean, just this past month alone, all of those things were triggered. And it was scary because it was like, I felt like all of this stuff was hitting me at once. And then I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? Like, I thought that I was doing fine. And you are, you are doing fine. You are doing fine. You just hit a little bump in the road here. Something triggered you. So now you have to acknowledge what that trigger is. Where is it coming from for you? What made that happen? What made these emotions come up? So it's like now I'm walking myself through all of, you know, again, going with the ebb and flow of it, just trying to figure it out because it is going to be a very unfamiliar feeling that you're going to experience when these triggers happen. And it's, it's when when we experience something that is unfamiliar, it almost put, it automatically puts us in like a fight or flight you know, state of mind. And every emotion that may come up, for me, it's always sadness or anger. There's never, <laughs> it's never a, and there may be other emotions that I may experience. But for me, I guess what feels familiar are sadness and anger. And it, it all depends on what happened because I could be feeling sad because of what happened. And I could be feeling angry because in like in that same sense, because it happened more so the anger because I allowed it to happen. I allowed myself to experience that. That's when the, um, when you start kicking yourself in the ass, you know better, you could have done something different to change this. It's like, boom, automatically all that shit starts kicking in for you. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Like, is this really happening? Are we really, are we really beating ourselves up? Yeah, you are. You are beating yourself up. That's when the overthinking would start. I would start feeling, you know, some anxiety. And for me, what anxiety looks like, my heart starts racing. Um, I start breathing a little, you know, heavier. My palms get sweaty and my mind just races. It just races. It's like it's worst case scenario city going on up in my head. I internalize everything. I internalize every single thing. And 
you know how like some people say, you know, their senses, like the five senses will, like certain ones will become a little bit more prominent than the other ones. So for me, it's like all five senses are, are triggered. So like, for example, um, if I hear or see people arguing around me, um, like if there's any type of confrontation or like fighting, for me, it triggers my mother and my sister and their and their relationship. I was trying to think of a word to describe their relationship, but and it's their relationship and and how it's been since my childhood, remembering um, and this is a trigger warning, remembering a lot of the um, the abuse that that took place, not so much on my end, not the physical piece of it, but um, with my sister. So for me, that's that's triggers that triggers something for me when I hear that or even like if if no one is you know directly talking to me or even if someone does raise their voice at me, I instantly withdraw and I um, you know, like I, I shake, I get nervous. I get really, really uneasy. My mouth gets pasty. And it's just, I resort back to that little girl who experienced all of that. And it really takes me to a a, a, a place that I do not like. So that's why like I, um, I have to start developing a self-care plan for myself in the event that these things come up, what is it that I can do for myself in that moment when I start to feel triggered, even by communicating it in that moment and letting someone know, Hey, this is what happened. That is helpful. Unless you get gaslit. (laughs) Then that's a whole different story. But um, if you do have someone trusted that you can go to and at least let them know, hey, this is what's happening for me right now, kind of not in the best headspace moving forward, you know, that'll help you with uh, with being able to move through it. So having that self-care plan in place for me is definitely going to be vital because I, like, I'll withdraw and, like, I'll try to figure out why I was triggered and where it came from. And so that's, you know especially in those instances, that's when I'm able to tap back into what it triggered for me. Like, was it something from my childhood, a past relationship, something that someone said or did? Um, And I am getting better at using my resources. I'm getting better at understanding myself better when these come up. Because if I don't, I'm just going to sit in like a funk. And it's gonna feel like I have this dark ass cloud over my head, and I don't, I don't want to stay in that because it's, it, even though it's an unfamiliar feeling, and we don't like sitting in those dark shadows when we do the shadow work, it's important that we do it. We have to face it. We have to face ourselves. We have to face those moments. Um, recently on a firm with intention, you know, from this past Thursday, Zuri had an affirmation on there. And it was actually, it was was very, very fitting. 
I allow any and all support around me to help me move my energy in the needed direction. And I also give myself permission to be fully expressed. And that for me, helped me to help me to know that I don't have to hold all of this stuff in, even though I may be having a day where I don't understand what's going on around me. I do have people around me. I do have a tribe. I do have those resources that are readily accessible to help me to walk through this and to move through this because why go through it alone? Why go through it alone? I think for me, I would rather deal with it myself than burden someone with the stuff that I have going on. But it's so easy for me to extend myself to, you know, when someone is dealing with something that, you know, they may not like. Utilizing my support system is something that I've been pushing myself to do more of. I know who to go to depending on the situation if I feel like I need to talk about it. Like I have certain people within my tribe that I can go to them regarding specific things, if that makes sense. And I know that we do have those, you know, those friends that we can go to depending on what it is that we need to talk about. There are specific friends that we go to. And it's not so much that you're keeping certain things from your friends, it's that you know what you know what it is that you need and you know whom you can get it from. Because if you know that you need someone to speak to you with loving kindness, then you have that friend that is going to give you that compassion and empathy that you need. But if you need somebody that's going, you know, help you to be with the shits and to yank your ass up, you know, you have that type of friend that you can go to. So it just all is just using discernment on utilizing what person in your support system and who you can go to. Um, Meditating, journaling, and going to my altar was definitely something that I pushed myself because I know that I needed to remain consistent with my spiritual practices. And I knew that once I started becoming detached to my consistency with my spiritual practices, that's when I was more susceptible to being under, you know, a spiritual attack with things happening a little bit more to, you know, than my liking. I noticed that there were things, I just, I felt like there were more things that were happening when I wasn't consistent as opposed to when I was. And I feel like you are more susceptible when you're not pushing yourself to, you know, meditate or sit in front of that altar and talk just, you know, and a lot of times when you go and sit in front of your altar, you don't necessarily have to ask your ancestors for anything. Sometimes you just need to go there just to have a conversation, just to clear your mind, just to get these thoughts out because that, I mean, they're part of your support system. Why not utilize them? And you'll hear their messages just as clearly as you can, just as you would if you were sitting in front of somebody in the physical, you'll hear their messages just as clearly. Okay. So for me, you know, making sure that I was giving an offering, whatever I did want to go to them. Like I said, if I'm not, even if I'm not even asking for anything, just providing them with some type of offering, um, lighting my candles, soaking in the tub or, you know, meditating in the shower, doing yoga or dancing, like getting my body moving lately has been very, very helpful. I get so lost when I'm dancing and it really helps me to tap back into that divine feminine energy as well. 
I have no time or room for an entire day to be a bad day, but I will allow myself to explore what comes up when it comes up because it's important for me to do that. And I have to acknowledge what it is that does come up for me because if I don't, you know, like I said earlier, I'm just going to continue to go down that constant cycle of misunderstanding and internalizing everything and shame and guilt and self-sabotage. And that shit ain't fun. It's not fun at all. It is not fun. It's not fun. So I, um, I'm just, I'm figuring, figuring things out every single day, figuring it out more and more, really trying to help myself to, I'm getting better at giving myself grace or showing myself grace. Because before I would punish myself for experiencing anything opposite of love and light. And it it happens. It definitely happens. But we are now going to put some tools in place that can help us to navigate through those days that aren't so favorable for us. So everybody, everyone has a bad day. And again, it varies. Your bad day will vary. And I'm, I really want to take bad day out of my vocabulary because it's not a bad day. We just have days where we may not understand what is happening for us. But don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel like a failure because of the fact that you are experiencing this type of day. Life is full of ebb and flows. It's how you deal with them. That's what's important. I want you to remember that. And for me, like, I would think that what I was currently going through was it. That, like, that was it. That was the end-all, be-all. I wasn't going to be able to figure this shit out. Nothing else was going to go according to, quote-unquote, my plan. But I had to accept that I won't instantly feel better. And that's okay. I'm not going to instantly feel better just because I read an affirmation in that moment. Yeah, it may make me feel better in that moment, but it's not going to take away anything that is attached to what I'm currently feeling. And I have to go through that process in order for me to be able to understand what I'm going through. Pay attention to whatever transits are going on that day. So like with your, if you are familiar with your natal chart and you are able to understand the different transits according to your natal placements, um, I would highly advise that you definitely look into it because they also play a role in what occurs in our day and how we can handle it. I also have downloaded um, the Time Nomad app, which gives me the planetary hours for the planetary days. And for me, that's helpful because then that lets me know what I can be doing within that hour, you know, whatever planetary day. So like today is Sunday. And right now, the planetary hour is we're in Venus hour. So, you know, I'm going to show myself a little, a little more love during this time. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind, kinder to myself. I'm not saying that I won't be for like, you know, any of the other hours of the day, (laughs) but just in this moment, acknowledging that within this Venus hour, I can tap into that, you know, feminine energy and I can be okay with 
the ebb and flow of my feelings and what's going on. So what can you do whenever you experience a day that's not so favorable? Um, I know what's helpful for what has been helpful for me and what is helpful for me. I cook, I journal, I do yoga. Um, sometimes I talk it out if I feel like it. I'm going to develop a self-care plan for myself and know that self-care does look different for everyone. So my self-care plan is going to be completely different from your self-care plan or whatever self-care methods that you utilize. It's going to be completely different from you. Your self-care may be you taking a walk. Mine could be sparking up a blunt. So it's, you know, we are not the same. And I'm not saying that as any shade, but you know, no person is the same whenever, whenever, whatever it is that they choose to do for themselves. But take the meat, leave the bones. Take whatever you need to utilize that's going to help you with your self-care plan. Take a bubble bath. Dance. Have a dance party. Read. Um, I actually just, um, I had someone invest in me and I invested in myself. I recently started reading a... A guide to self-care, a guide to self-love and healing and creating the life that I truly deserve. Um, and it's called Black Girl in Love with Herself by Trey Anthony. And then my homegirl Irma got me a book recently. She sent it to me via Amazon Prime. And it's called The Afro-Minimalist Guide to Living with Less by Christine Platt. So this book will definitely... Because I feel like over time, you know, with a lot of the moving that I've been doing, I have become a minimalist. I've been getting rid of a lot of shit. And for me, it's very therapeutic. And any transition that you make in your life, especially when you're moving, you don't want to keep dragging that same old dead shit from one house to the next because you don't know what type of energy, one, that you're walking into and that you're bringing into this next space. So make sure that you are purging whether it's purging physically or purging a lot of the things externally, items, clothing, whatever, get rid of it. If it is not serving you any purpose, get rid of that shit. Okay. Just get rid of it. Get, get it out of your house. Get it out of your life. You don't need it anymore. Donate it, give it away, burn it, sell it, do whatever you have to do with it. Um, write a letter to your future self, write a letter to your inner child, Write a letter to your current self and then maybe read it three months later. This is also something that you can do to help with moving through a bad day. Cuddle with a stuffed animal. I have a little stuffed lion. His name is Lenny. And I don't know what happened to him in this move. I don't know where he is. I don't know where Lenny is. I can't find him. But he is someone that I would cuddle with. And he would make me feel better. Because it was something soft. It was all about the sensory for me. And that's another thing that you can do. You can you can make a sensory box. Something that taps into all five senses. I know they use a lot of it with, um, with anyone that has autism. They're very, very good with autism clients. So if that is something that you feel would be beneficial for you... I would highly suggest doing so. Learn something new. Take a cooking class. Read a book. Learn a new language. Um, this is something that you can do if you feel feel led to do so. 
call a trusted friend or a loved one. Now, use discernment with that because you don't want to call that friend or family member that when you do go to them to talk to them about something bad that is going on, you don't want to talk to them if they're going to shame you or guilt you or gaslight you or make you feel worse than what you already feel. So keep that in mind when you are reaching out to someone whom you can reach out to. Start a gratitude journal. I write in my gratitude journal daily. I write down five things that I'm grateful for. They change. Sometimes they stay the same because you may be grateful, but definitely look beyond the surface of what it is that you're grateful for. Create a relaxing atmosphere. If you've been wanting to change the scenery in your room, create something that's a little more calming for you. If you like aromatherapy and essential oils or burning resin or incense or candles, create that type of environment for you so it gives you, it makes you feel that sense of peace. It's your calm place. It's your safe space or your brave space. Go for a walk. I try to get out at least for like 45 minutes to an hour sometimes. Um, If it's not taking a walk, even just sitting outside. I mean, y'all know how I would sit out on my porch avidly. Like there's even, I've done a lot of, you know, a lot of my Instagram videos on that porch. So y'all are very familiar with me being outside. I love being outside. I love grounding. I love getting my feet in nature, being by the beach. Like if any opportunity that I can get to get to a beach, I will definitely take it. Go to your local park, take a walk, find a state park, go on a nature hike. Just do something that is going to help you to reconnect with self. Um, Create a vision board on what you want to see happen for yourself. It can be a self-care vision board, whatever type of vision board that you want to create for yourself. Clean, organize your space, organize your closet. If there's been things that you've been wanting to get rid of, do it. I, prior to my move, I utilized the Mercari app. And I was able to sell a couple items on there, which I still have some things on there, but I think I'm going to switch some things around. And I may just end up taking a lot of that stuff to the local Goodwill since I'm not really um, getting any hits on them, but that's an option. You can always post stuff on a lot of these selling apps that will allow you to make money in the process because you're helping to get rid of something that no longer serves you, but then you're receiving a blessing in return. Um, do a DIY project, watch a movie you loved as a child, journal, create a mood playlist. Um, Spotify, I have, oh my God, I have so many playlists that I've made. So I have one in particular that I made when I was tripping off shrooms and child. That playlist is fire because it's called Let's Take a Trip. And literally you are taking a trip across so many decades of different music, so many genres of music. So I, music for me is very therapeutic. I utilize music at all times. And I recently found this energy release playlist on Spotify. Um, there's different songs and you can hear the frequency waves. I, well, I know I'm instantly able to tap into, into those frequency waves that are on a lot of the, the instrumentals that's on there. I love it. I listen to it avidly. 
since I found it. So Spotify is equipped with a lot of great playlists. I use Spotify avidly, but if you use Tidal or I don't know if Tidal provides that. Um, Apple Music, I know for sure, would provide that for you. And shit, YouTube. You can always utilize YouTube. You know, look up the different frequency waves or if you just want some therapeutic music. Um, Myself and my business partner, we're actually going to start working on making those types of videos where, you know, like there's rain or, you know, people crinkling paper or the rustling of leaves because people love those types of videos with those like those types of sounds. So we're going to be making those types of videos. And if that's what helps you to move through whatever you're moving through, then utilize it. Set an intention to be gentle with yourself and show yourself some grace. That's it. Set an intention to be gentle with yourself and show yourself some grace during this time that you are experiencing this day that is unfavorable for you. We all go through these quote unquote bad days, but it is all in how we utilize that day. Are we going to allow these emotions to take us over or are we going to go with the ebb and flow of it? The choice is entirely up to us, but I do hope that we are choosing to choose us and work through what has come up for us. I want to thank you again for joining me on this journey as we continue to plant seeds for healing and growing. Thank you for your continued support with this podcast, with my Instagram, with whatever it is that I have my hands in. Thank you for your continued support. Please make sure that you are showing yourself more grace when you do have days that are unfavorable for you. You are not a failure. You will never be a failure. I believe in us and I know that we can walk down this journey together and we are going to help each other to heal on this continuous road to self-love, self-discovery, and self-worth. Join me on the next episode. Again, we are hitting episode 20, y'all. So we're definitely going to get more into some reflective things and just do the damn thing. Can't wait to see you guys next week. And I will see you. Happy harvesting.